Hello and welcome. My name is Desiree Shaw. I'm a psychotherapist and I vlog and I podcast. Welcome to Mental Health Works, where I explore emotional disturbance, situational issues. Situational issues? I don't know if that's actually a word. I do make things up sometimes. <laughs> things that trigger us into an emotional behavioural response that causes us upset or we struggle with, building self-esteem, men's mental health and relationships. Welcome to why you should trust yourself. I've been thinking about doing a podcast on self-trust for a while now, and I've been inspired to do so, thinking, hmm, I think now's the time. So I thought I'd trust myself. <laughs> so trust yourself. Trust in yourself, this is what it would do actually, would support your beliefs in yourself and totally enables you to simply be yourself. So easy to fake the funk. Many of us putting on a face, putting on a particular armour, going with the status quo because it's easier, not saying how we feel. Because we, we're fear of vulnerability and being hurt, many of us. But we just simply don't trust ourselves. Many of us, I'm not saying everybody, but many of, many of us, we just don't trust ourselves. We fear our emotions and our thoughts and we stuff them down. And we go through life predicting and planning and overthinking about what the other person is doing or what other people are doing or what they're thinking about us. This often results in a feeling of, in feeling trapped and stuck and unable to express how we actually feel. Now, firstly, I just want to state for the record, there's no such feeling as being trapped. The feeling of, you know, you're either trapped or you're not. You know, but the feeling of hurt and anger and depression and coupled with anxiety about the perceived threat, contributes to thoughts of not being able to speak and feel freely because of how it may be perceived by others and that what we are feeling is wrong and therefore we must not express it. So there's no such feeling that's really trapped. But if there's some historical link to that feeling and something that happened in your past at some point where you had a similar experience you can get stuck in a loop of oh my gosh it's happening again oh my gosh it's that feeling and that's when the anxiety starts the perceived threat the stress the panic the pain the disruption and it's a disruption to your own psyche and your own thoughts because we fear what other people are going to say and think about us so we need to stuff down our feelings because we don't know how they're going to be be, be um, received so trusting yourself would help you a great deal because it gives you the freedom to express your thoughts and feelings and express them because you can own them 
When you express your feelings and you own your feelings, you now give yourself the permission to recognise your thoughts, recognise your emotions, recognise what you're actually doing. There is absolutely no wrong or right way in how you should feel. When somebody says, oh, you shouldn't feel like that, that's when I get a little bit not, because nobody has the right to tell you how you should feel. What you feel is what you feel. You know, it's not because you're bad. It's not because you're a terrible person. It's your emotions, it's your thoughts and your emotions, your feelings. It's the judgments we fear and the judgments we place on ourselves which inhibit us. Because when we decide, oh, what I'm feeling is bad, we've given ourselves a judgment. We've given ourselves a rigid criteria in which to organise how we feel. Many, many, many moons ago before I became a therapist, before I did psychotherapy, before I did counselling, um, I remember I'd get stuck in my emotions. I used to... The ex experiencing events which had caused me hurt and lasting feelings of hurt, because what happens with hurt, we don't want to feel hurt again. We then go to protect ourselves, and my go-to from hurt was anger. Now, when we feel hurt, that's that feeling of um, somebody we trust has betrayed us, somebody's done something which has caused us a lot of pain. We um, struggle with interpreting that. We struggle with understanding. Why? Why did they hurt me? What happened? That was painful. And based on the hurt, which is an unhealthy negative emotion, it is um, because we've hurt. We don't necessarily say how we're feeling. When we are hurt, we um, we tend to stuff it down and ruminate over what happened, you know, put ourselves in that position over and over again, self-blame, other blame, tell ourselves this is why it happened, go over it, not necessarily deal with the problem, but rather speak inwardly to ourselves, cultivating more thoughts and feelings about the event that took place. So, in her, and this is the CBT, the visual CBT handbook, which we receive when we study REBT, and it really explains it really, really well. So her has a directive, it has a goal, it has a reason, and it's an unhealthy side of, it's an unhealthy negative emotion. The healthy negative emotion, which is the healthy counterpart of her, is disappointment, and they show up differently. So in hurt, being treated badly by someone you know, being let down or betrayed by someone you know, or someone you know appears to hold your relationship less dearly than you thought. Now, how does how does hurt differ to um, disappointment? Well, when you're hurt, and I can understand this, I can recognise this and see this from my own point of view, and this is why we start to distrust how we're feeling because of how we start to behave. And 
overestimating the unfairness of some of another person, um, you know, not allowing or bringing a creating a platform to actually talk it out and discuss how you actually feel because you're stuck in that emotion. You see things in one way and based on the vulnerability and all the pain, you don't want to be hurt again. So you start to predict how terrible things are going to be if you do say how you feel. And I remember being in situations of such a place and what, what often happens with hurt is it gets to protect ourselves because as human beings we are own we're safety seeking we're constantly seeking safety because of imminent danger the imminent danger is unique to all of us it's whatever that perceived threat is and that perceived threat is however you you know your perception of the world that you're in and yourself and who you're affiliated with and during my particular time my personal experience of this when I, in the past, when I was hurt to protect myself, I would use anger as a defence mechanism. And this is often the case for many of us because I didn't trust other people, but most of all, I couldn't trust allowing myself to trust another person again and not trust what I was feeling if it was right. And that would get stuffed down and my protection would be anger. And that's and that was because I wasn't able to really express in detail how I was actually feeling. I didn't think I could. didn't think I was allowed to. You know, we come up with ideas and thoughts about our place in the world. And we stop ourselves from being ourselves. You know, and this is the loop. We would have experienced something in the past where we wanted to be ourselves or felt like we had the confidence and the courage to do so, only to come across a tricky, difficult situation where we felt unfairly dealt with at some point, and the perceived threat of it happening again, because we felt we were we were made to look like we were wrong, we were we were made to feel bad or that nobody understood us and we start to try to um preempt events and situations in order to just protect ourselves and then we start not trusting because we base our experiences on not wanting to be rejected seeking acceptance and approval and therefore we need reassurance that we are safe from and with others it's quite it's quite complex how we are as human beings but this actually dates back to a specific time as to when we when we needed we needed the safety of the pack at one point we've evolved since then but we needed the safety of the group that we affiliated with because if we were rejected it would mean imminent danger it would mean death so you know human development we you know we've gone from living in caves to creating small villages to now having massive cities and all kinds of things and transport and stuff and the ability to meet anybody in the world. Now social media is here. We don't have to fear so much being excluded from a particular pack because there's an opportunity for us to create safety and support in other areas of, you know, wherever that be, work, 
you know, health club, friend, new friendships, wherever. But ingrained in us, we seek the need to fill apart something, that sense of belonging. And when we feel that that's in jeopardy, we seek the approval and the acceptance and not to be rejected. So trust in ourselves, we have to then place the trust in how we're going to make sure these things don't happen. And if being myself, <laughs> if if being open with my emotions and my thoughts jeopardises my position in a particular group that I'm affiliated with, then I won't do it. <laughs> because that's imminent danger. <laughs> I'm going to be excluded. I'm terrified. It's imminent danger. And this is why we don't we don't trust ourselves. This is why we we stop allowing ourselves to be ourselves for fear of how we're going to be received and the possibility of ridicule and disapproval and being rejected. And and this puts many of us in a loop of can I say what I want to say? Is it right? And then we start imagining the perceived threat, which grows and grows and grows. And we seek reassurance in order to feel safe. We start over-evaluating, overthinking, moving around the jigsaw puzzle in many different places, trying to figure out where, where it's going to fit. And if our thoughts and our emotions and what we, what we actually want doesn't fit, we stuff it down for fear of being rejected. The ability, <laughs> skill, actually is not even so much the ability and the skill, the compassion, you know, to understand yourself and to trust yourself. It's a self-compassionate thing to do because it's mindfulness. Mindful self-compassion. Being, being aware of what you're feeling, understanding what you're feeling and... Um, giving yourself the permission to feel it. Because when you don't, you stuff it down and you hurt yourself, you know? You hurt yourself internally because you simply just don't trust. You don't trust what you do. You don't trust your emotions. You don't trust to share it. You worry it. And that perceived threat looms and then it manifests in other emotions as well. But if you were to spin it on his head and actually start to develop a sense of trust and understanding for yourself, this does not mean that you are right or that you are wrong. So trusting yourself, I'm not saying you are always right. Go forth and trust yourself and do whatever you want and trust yourself because you're right. Absolutely not. What I am saying is, being able to trust yourself and own your, your emotions allows you to communicate better because what you're actually doing is creating a better relationship with yourself. And that relationship, or should I say better? Better is a good word, but ultimately a healthier relationship with yourself. And when you have a healthier relationship with yourself and you understand your thoughts and your emotions, guess what that does? that promotes you to have healthier relationships with others because you will be aware of your boundaries 
clear about your thoughts and your intentions without the need to hide how you're feeling and allow yourself to be human. We're fallible human beings. Human baked beans. (laughs) We're fallible. We do make mistakes. You know, those judgments on mistakes, those, the, what happens with judgment comes guilt and shame. And we don't want that. Imminent danger. Don't want to feel bad. So it's easier if I stop this, if I stuff down what I'm feeling and don't say it, then nobody else will be able to have an opinion of what I have said. Therefore, I won't feel exposed and vulnerable and I won't get hurt. And actually, you're actually hurting yourself. You're hurting yourself because you're not actually trusting yourself. You're not allowing yourself to be a human being because you are human. That's what you are. But all of this, all of the fear of trusting, the fear of not being able to allow yourself to connect with yourself comes about Because we're taught earlier on about who we should trust and what we should do and told particular ideas and ideologies about things and we place our trust in it. And when we go against the grain, we fear how the other person, how the other parties, how the whatever it is who you're affiliated with is not going to like it and is going to judge you on it and how they're actually going to reject us. It may be true, it may not be true, but the worst person you can be untrue to is you. When you trust yourself, you build on your confidence and your self-esteem. And I'm not talking about arrogance, you're right, everybody is wrong. You can confidently be yourself because you trust yourself. Without the perceived threat that you're going to be jeopardised in one way or another by other parties. Instead of the perceived threat being this looming terrible disaster, you can explore it from a position of concern. And support yourself accordingly. Recognising that whatever it is that you need to do to support yourself is coming from a place of your own trust and belief in what you're feeling and what you're thinking and your relationship with yourself is healthy. So now you can create healthy relationships with others even if they want to refuse and, you know, contradict your thoughts and emotions. You can trust yourself enough to not go down that rabbit hole of having to justify your emotions because you're confident in how you actually feel and you're confident with the relationship with yourself. So you're not standing from a position of I'm right and you're wrong. This is how I feel and this is what I think and this is how the situation is for me. Rather than being told, rather than fearing Rather than seeking approval, seeking reassurance, fearing rejection, you can comfortably just be yourself. 
going back to my own experience of hurt and anger and anger being my protection many years ago when in a place of feeling hurt or worried or fear of whatever my perceived threat was and expressing the anger which wouldn't make sense to anybody else to be like why are you angry <laughs> you shouldn't be angry hmm. why shouldn't I be angry actually it makes sense that I'm angry because I'm trying to protect myself because I've been hurt by this in before this has really hurt me and I don't feel like I've been able to really express how I'm feeling so it makes sense however the anger now looks out of proportion it appears to be misdirected it seems unnecessary so those around who are experiencing the anger can't follow the pattern they don't understand what's happening and they're not going to understand and it's not their place to understand the person who needs to understand is the person with the emotion and when I started to open myself up and express and explore and understand the link between the protection of the anger, because anger is about loss of frustration, loss of frustration, feeling frustrated, loss of control, somebody breaking your rules or you breaking your own rules, which totally coincides with hurt because when you feel hurt, often linked to you know, like I detailed earlier, being hurt by somebody you hold dear, being, you know, exposed in a way, feeling betrayed um, by someone who you care for, recognising that your relationship that you had with somebody was not held in the same regard, that kind of merges itself into a rule, you know, some kind of control, like I feel out of control now, our relationship isn't where I thought it was, or you have betrayed me, you've actually hurt me unnecessarily, and, um, you know, I have rules and ideas about that, and now my rules have been broken, you shouldn't do that, you know, or I shouldn't get upset, and now I am upset, because I can't manage the hurt that I'm feeling, because I didn't know how to express my hurt, and it all gets all convoluted and mixed up. And when when we do express it, it comes out in this big angry blur, this kind of red mist, you know, blazing fire rage. And then we have an outcome that confirms, mm, I need to not share my emotions. When, if you dial it back a little bit and went back to the place of feeling hurt, and being able to trust that emotion and understand what was going on for you and have that relationship with yourself to understand how to deal with the hurt, which is the process I went through. It doesn't get to anger where other people get hurt. It may go to concern, concern for your well-being. It could even go to unhealthy anxiety. Oh my God, what's going to happen next? And then you might flip it to concern, where you start to understand, okay, I understand what the concern is, I understand where the anxiety is. But in order to get there, you've got to trust yourself. You've got to trust yourself to put yourself in a position of um, strength, as opposed to a position. The most 
enriching relationship that you can cultivate, you know, ultimately is the one you have with yourself. When you have a better relationship with yourself and you understand yourself and you trust yourself, you can then go forth and have enriching, loving relationships with others without the hang-ups and the fears, the need for approval, the fear and rejection. Trusting yourself is um, not easy, particularly when you've been taught not to trust yourself or told that your emotions aren't valid, that they're wrong. It's easy to believe that. But being able to open yourself up to allowing yourself to just be yourself, trusting yourself, really gives you the power to say, this is me. And I accept myself. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Desiree Shaw. I'm a psychotherapist. I vlog and I podcast on mental health, men's mental health, relationships. I'm on a mission to make the world (laughs) a better place. (laughs) I'm on a mission to change the world one thought at a time. And making therapy accessible. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.